Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Today we have a crazy nuclear revenge story all about karma coming right back around. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, the dishonest home contractor. If there is one thing I am very certain of, it's the fact that if what happened were to by chance happen again, I would not think twice about the decision I made, and I would always and forever stick to what I did, and I own it up until this very day. I guess you could say that when a family is involved, in any and all scenarios, one would do whatever he can for them. My story is one of payback, which was targeted towards an individual. For privacy purposes, I would like for said person to remain strictly anonymous, as I would not want to outrightly ruin the image of said person, even though it was very well deserved. My name is Jackson, second son of my father, and now father of my very own two children. Ever since my childhood, my family has always struggled with a particular or stable environment, meaning that we've never had to stay in one particular place for a long period of time. And this was due to the fact that my father was not financially stable enough to purchase a property in his name. And even at the time, we were still unable to properly pay rent in the place we were residing in at the time. And this forced us to move from one place to another. And each place we moved into was much cheaper than the last. And I guess this was a sign at the time that things were not seeming to get better anytime soon. I honestly tried my possible best to support my parents in whatever way I could. And it was later on I got to find out that every single support, which was mostly monetary, that I'd offered my parents were being kept by them because apparently they had made plans to send my big brother Jonas and myself through the highest level of education that they could. I initially found out about this when I was heading off to college and I was honestly initially mad at them because I just could not wrap my head around the fact that they sacrificed so much for our family. And this was the one thing that was my driving force for me to become successful and make them proud parents. When I got into college, I was something of a workaholic, if you may, in the sense that I was always everywhere, I never really had spare time for myself, and thus was attributed to the fact that if I wasn't busy with schoolwork, I always had my hands filled with other things, mostly things that were most likely to fetch me some extra income on the side. This went on for quite a while right until my finals actually, as this was when I decided to take a break from every other thing and focus solely on my project and schoolwork basically. I must say, I regret not enjoying my college life to its fullest, but I guess in my own defense, I didn't have the luxury and spare time other students had when growing up and coming to college, as in my own case, I could most definitely not afford to slack one single bit, seeing as I had a very difficult goal in mind. I wanted to be able to provide for my family in the littlest way possible, and the only way I thought to do that was by successfully completing my education at the time and also landing myself my dream job. Fortunately for me, right after I'd bagged my college degree in architecture, I decided that I wanted to forward my education by obtaining my master's degree. And to do this, I tried as much as possible to apply for as many scholarships as I could, as it would be beneficial for me in every scenario. And as my shining star would have it, I had received a mail from one of the schools I'd applied to, particularly the one in Greece, 
they had offered me a fully paid scholarship for the entire period of my master's program, which meant that I didn't have to bother myself with paying for tuition, as the only thing I would need to do was to cater for myself on a daily basis, and also sort out my accommodation. Seemed like a good enough deal for me, and I was ready to fully jump at the deal. In a matter of months, the time for resumption had finally arrived, and I was to travel a few days prior. It was a really stressful moment for my family, as to even gather enough money for my plane ticket proved problematic at first, but thankfully I was able to get it. And before the end of the week, I was already fully settled in my dorm in school. I must say, adapting in a totally new environment, in a totally different country, proved quite difficult, seeing as this was the first time I was this far and away from home. But with my first few months, I was quite settled and well integrated into the school the system, and the society. I even had the privilege of meeting the one person that changed my whole life for the best. Her name is Daphne, and I must say the story behind how we met is really something I remember till this day, but it's not all too relevant to my story. But I would say that our meeting was quite rather a fateful one, seeing as it was meeting her that really changed the direction of my entire life. It all began when I made up my mind to get a job, as I was already low on personal funds. This was my third month in Greece. After checking how much I had left, I decided it was time. So I set out to look for a part-time job that would not really interfere with my schooling as that was the most important thing to me at the time. Fortunately for me, I found a part-time job in a restaurant very close to the school area and also not too far from where I stayed. It was the perfect job for me and I wasn't required to put in more hours than expected. However, the things got even better a few months after when I met Daphne. She walked into the restaurant one rainy evening, drenched. I rushed to give her the coat I brought to work immediately as she was shivering. I brought her a hot cup of coffee just to warm her up, and while she was sitting down at the corner of the restaurant, I decided to engage in a little conversation. And from there, we got talking, and I got her number, and I walked her outside and got her a cab that would take her home. And from that day, we became friends, in a way. Right after school, she would call me to come outside for a drink or for lunch or whatever, and it was nice. I finally felt like I had a real friend in this new place. Fast forward a few months later, she brought it to my attention that she would like to offer me a really good job, one suitable enough for me, and I gladly accepted. The pay was reasonable enough, so saving up was really no bother. Since I already had something that was fetching me serious money, I decided it was time to go through with my long-lasting plan of getting my parents their very own home. I decided to contact a home contractor in order to settle the arrangement and details of purchasing a new home. I got the number of the contractor from a friend of mine from back home and we got talking. I explained to him that I was not in the country and I would not be able to physically supervise the building contract I gave to him. He assured me fully that everything was going to be the way I envisioned it as it was their job to make it so. He was so persuasive that I left the entire work in his supposed capable hands. The work went on for quite a while, approximately five months to be precise. And right after this, I was already planning on surprising my parents by visiting them for the holidays. With Daphne, of course, because at this time, we were already very much close to becoming official partners. The holidays had arrived much quicker than expected, and soon Daphne and I got our plane tickets, and in no time we were on our way back to my home. The journey was quite an audacious one, but finally we arrived safely at our hotel, as I didn't want to head on home just yet. Daphne and myself decided to head on over to the construction site first to supervise the work being carried out. 
I contacted the site supervisor that was supposed to be in charge of the construction, but I got no response after quite a number of tries. I then decided to head on over to the site directly, and when I got there, I was beyond surprised. The only thing that had literally been done on the site was just the tilling of the ground. There was no building materials, no workers, nothing. The place was literally abandoned, and it looked like it had been that way for quite some time. I was furious. I tried calling the contractor I initially spoke with, but he wasn't reachable. Now things were really starting to piss me off. I told Daphne to head on back to the hotel, that I would sort things out. But she calmed me down, almost immediately, as she suggested a more efficient way of catching him. While I still had his number and his contact address, which I'd gotten from my friend, Daphne suggested we recreate the same... A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Scenario with him. So she contacted him on her end and requested a meeting in order to discuss plans on getting her very own home. He responded almost immediately when he saw that she wasn't from around here. He requested money for the meeting, which we paid. And right before meeting him, I'd already gone ahead and reported the whole incident to the police, and they decided to wait on standby. Once they were done with the meeting, they sprang into action, as he was immediately apprehended and taken into custody. His statement was taken alongside mine, and a court date was set. While in court, of course, he tried his absolute best to defend himself, saying he had no idea who I was, and he was never in any contact with me. However, I saved the best bid for last, as before he could deny any more, I decided to pull out all our conversation history and my entire transaction history too, alongside my bank statement, all in an effort to prove my case. And thankfully it yielded more than positive results. The court ruled that he reimbursed three times the money I paid to him within the next two months. After this, I was sure to go home immediately, as none of my family members knew I was in the country just yet. They were so happy to see me for the holidays, and the next thing I did was to sponsor an all-expense-paid trip for everyone in my family so that we can enjoy the holiday, and so I would be able to purchase another property before we get back from our family vacation. And right after I was reimbursed half of the money the court ordered he paid back, his entire enterprise completely shut down as he had already lost his reputation and now all his money. I guess that was how his business met an unfortunate end. You know, I'm willing to bet this business that they were running was not actually a legitimate business and it had an expiration date. I think OP just made sure that expiration date was way faster than they were hoping for. I mean, when you're just trying to blatantly rip people off, you can only get so far before it catches up. Our next story is, no one messes with my family and gets away with it. The only thing I would most definitely not stand by and watch happen is when somebody absolutely wrong is or has happened to someone very close to me or someone with relations with me. I guess I just cannot help but get retribution. 
in some sense because if I feel that if I were to put myself in those shoes, I would have a whole lot of people behind me rooting for me. I guess you wouldn't understand where I'm coming from, so I'd like to take you right to the very beginning, the genesis, if you may, of where it all started. My name is Bradley, son of my late father, Anthony, and father figure to my nephews and nieces. I have two sisters, both of whom are already happily married. I guess I'm the only one in my family that's not been able to fully settle down and have my own family, but it's no rush, as I'm still in my late 30s and I kind of feel like I'm still in my prime time. I graduated from Harvard Law as I was amongst the top graduating students of my time. It was really something special. I guess I got my dream job and my dream life, but the only thing I still feel like I have not accomplished yet has to be the fact that I've not established my family just yet. Right before my father's passing, he had told me not to rush into marriage as it should be a one-time thing, and as such, we as his children should try as much as possible to take our time in choosing our life partners. I guess my sisters were much luckier than I was because considering that fact, they both got engaged at the same time, which was right after they both had left college, but my immediate younger sister Anne was the first to get married amongst us siblings, followed by our youngest who got married a few months after, six months to be precise. Unfortunately for my father, he could not live long enough to see his children get married and to hold his grandchildren in his hands. His death was a really a sad thing, as it really took a toll on our family. And right after graduating, after finally securing a reputable position in one of the most prestigious law firms in the city, popularly known for only employing the best of the best graduates from Harvard Law. And luckily for me, I was amongst the best of the best, and I was rightfully chosen to become an associate. Starting from the bottom of the ladder was really not something I was keen on doing, but I already knew what I was getting myself into, and this was little compared to what I can achieve with diligence, resilience, and hard work. On to the main subject, following a chain of events that ultimately led to my getting back at Company X, Company X in this context is a newly founded tech company specializing in ensuring ease of access of funds of its customers by providing special benefits that are apparently unavailable by other banking institutions. They've been active for quite a while, but the company's existence was recently brought to my notice by the woman whom I met in court one particular day, who would unfortunately turn out to be my wife today. For privacy purposes, I would like for the tech company to remain anonymous mainly to prioritize their public image. It all started when I met my wife, a few years back, when I was representing a client in court for my firm. Right after our case was adjourned, I went outside the courtroom with my client to discuss the next step to take in his case before heading back to the office. And that was when I stumbled upon her. She really caught my attention, as she was to me, at the time, the only person that seemed to stand out in the entire crowd of people. It was really something as I could not take my eyes off her. And right after leaving my client, I decided to look for the lady I'd just laid my eyes on a few moments back, and to my greatest surprise, she was also there as a lawyer, representing her client, which was Company X. After a few weeks of what you might call stalking, I found out some rather interesting details about her that made her even more fascinating. The first of which was her name, Juliana, amongst other things was the fact that she also graduated from Harvard Law, but she graduated about a year after I had, and she was also about three years younger than I was. The apartment she was staying in at the time was also very close to where I was, 
I got a hold of her social media handles after weeks of searching. I know what you might think, that I was being overly excessive by stalking her that badly, but there was nothing I could do at the time, as after that day in court, I didn't meet her again. But luckily for me, we crossed paths one very day when I was coming back from work, and she actually initiated a conversation with me. We walked back to her place together and we exchanged digits. We got talking and since the both of us were clearly really busy, we fixed a date to meet up over the weekend. And after a few weeks of talking and getting to know each other, we finally made plans to meet up over the weekend. It was one of the best times, as I really thought things were starting to look good for me. However, things took quite a terrible turn later on, as I eventually lost track of events. But when I finally did, I was resolved to get back at Company X, if it was the last thing I did. Myself alongside Juliana, after weeks of talking, and even meeting up in between, when we had the time, we finally, or rather, I finally decided to come forward with my intentions with her, as I asked her if she would grant me the honors of becoming her boyfriend, to which she gave a positive response to almost immediately. We started dating and everything was good. Then I received an email from an old friend of mine a few months later, which was right after Juliana and I had just decided to move in together even though it seemed like a rather quick and bold step at the time. And one of Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. The rules we set with each other was to never bring work home. But this case was different, as it had to do with a serious allegation leveled against Company X, of which she was their lawyer. I was having mixed feelings about this case, and I initially did not want to take up the case. But after hearing from my very own mother... Things took a serious turn. Apparently my client was accusing company X of embezzling their customers' funds and reinvesting them in the stock market, and after a successful trade, the funds would be returned back into the accounts of customers, and all of these were done under the guise of a system maintenance and backup. And in the event that they're not able to recover said funds, the account of the customer was going to be locked down, and they were going to request documents that were next to impossible to obtain. After hearing this from my client, I decided to take some time and examine the case, without the intention of getting involved because it wasn't in my work ethic to go against corporate giants such as Company X. But when I found out that my mother was unfortunately one of their targets, and also unfortunately one of those whose funds were not recoverable due to an unprofitable trade, and to cover up their act, in her case, they took out loans in her name as she had a well beyond average credit score, which led to multiple deductions of the remaining funds she had little access to. When I heard about this, I was furious and asked for the name of the company responsible for this. And when I found out it was the same tech company I was supposed to go against, I had no sense of hesitation as I was out to bring them down. The following week, the case was brought before the judge. And as you can guess, it was Juliana representing Company X. But this didn't stop me from going all out, as at one point she had seemed helpless with no other cards left to play. However, the case was not settled that day, 
as it was adjourned till the next week. To no surprise, Juliana did not speak to me that night, and it went on like that for the next two days. But I felt like things would be better after I'd resolved this case. Little did I know that the company was really serious about this case, and the fact that Juliana was next to helpless, and it was already seeming like the scales were not tipping in their favor, they immediately fired her as their lawyer, and hired a new lawyer as earliest as they could. Now they've done something else that's personally affected me, Firstly, by the very act of stealing money from their customers' accounts, of which my mother was one of their victims, and secondly, by firing the woman I'm in a personal relationship with. This was where they had most definitely crossed the line, and I was not looking to let them off with just a simple settlement. It was a really tough week, as when Juliana got back home and gave me the news, I really felt guilty, as it was not my intention to make her lose her job and, surprisingly, She was really understanding, after I'd explained everything that I was working with and she was even willing to help me out with the case. Being their previous lawyer, she provided me with some hard evidence I could use against them. She also provided me with some useful and incriminating audio evidence. As she said she wanted me to make things right, she also said she had her suspicions about what the company was doing. But she was in no position to compromise her clients as that was not her job, but considering the fact that she was immediately fired before the case even began was what annoyed her the most. The following week in court, it was a really tedious and tension-filled court session, as there were more recess sessions than I could count. The case was then adjourned for a final hearing in two days, and just as you can expect, Company X tried to approach me with a compensation offer to my client and all the other affected people, but that wasn't what I had in mind anymore, as now I wanted them completely gone. I turned down their offer and told them to meet me in court. The two days were unusually long, but the day soon came, and after a 30-minute court session and recess, the court finally gave its final ruling on the case, and this was without me having to use the incriminating audio evidence I got from Juliana. The court ruled in favor of my client, and the CEO of Company X was charged by the court to pay out five times the amount initially presented to my client, which was well enough to make them run out of business in the next few months. The compensation was paid out in full, and the license of Company X was withdrawn by the court. This was enough payback for me. No one messes with my family and gets away with it. No one. I mean, I'm glad that OP got the revenge in court here for a terrible, shady company, but I have to question just how big the company actually is. I think OP's probably overselling it, because if you had this one case, even if they had to pay like five times the money back, I'd be surprised if they're genuinely that big and also in the financial sector that they would just have to close and shut her down. Our next story is, karma comes one way or the other. Honesty is truly a virtue to be admired, and it was one of the things I truly admired about my then-girlfriend, Mary. In this case, she was not my girlfriend per se, she was just one of my only friends that was female, and I was overly passionate about. She was the purest of souls, as when we met initially, after getting to know her properly, I came to realize that she and I were really alike, in more ways than I can count. It really seemed like we were made for each other, as the both of us could effortlessly understand each other from the complex level all the way to the basic levels. She really was the perfect person for me, if I do say so myself. However, you might be wondering why and how things turned out the way they did. Do not fret. I will explain everything from a reasonable perspective 
to ensure basic understanding of the entire situation. It all began when I was still in my sophomore year in high school. I was something of a smarty pants back then and obviously I was bound to be bullied by the other bulky, insecure members of my class, but I didn't pay them any mind. As back then, I was the school's trophy student, as I'd gone on countless competitions on behalf of the school, and in each and every competition, I had always placed first. It got to a point it was no longer in consideration as to who was going to be selected for these competitions. I was basically without friends in high school, as most students saw me as the teacher's and the principal's pet, so they all tried to keep their distance whenever they could. Well, obviously except for the bullies. They were insignificant though. I was a straight A student. There was nothing that could faze me. Not my classmates playing, hanging out or making out, or even getting each other hyped or various events or occasions such as Valentine's Day, which was special, especially among the ladies, and the school's renowned fall dance, which always took place unfailingly at the end of every year. I never had any interest in any other school activity that was not educationally inclined, and things stayed this way for almost the entirety of my high school life. However, everything, my whole entire life changed and very much quickly too. I must say for the record, I'm not a big fan of change, especially a big and significant one such as this. The change happened as a result of the introduction of a new character in my life, and as you can quite easily guess it, it was Mary. She was a transfer student from one of those fancy private schools in the city, so almost immediately when she got into the school, she'd already become chummy with next to everyone in the school. Everyone except for me apparently, or so I thought. When it was time for classes, this was where I really start to feel pressured and intimidated as she was proving to be my equal in class, even in my most favorite class then, history, which every student for some reason cannot seem to stop hating. She was actually competing with me on the same level. First, it was fun, finally having a challenge, after being surrounded by students that were unmotivated by anything and everything in life, as the only thing they found of serious importance was what the new trending thing in town was, or who was the latest and hottest couple in school that week, or who had the best outfit for the week, and the one that was even more famous amongst the females was who was the hottest guy, and whether or not they could compete for said person. I was considered the nerd, and as I've said before, no one in the entire school wanted to associate themselves with me. But for some weird and unknown reason back then, Mary was one to approach me. Initially, not for the reasons you think, she initially wanted help with getting used to her new curriculum, but for the second time, she actually asked for the both of us to hang out on a free weekend. I obviously turned her down because as you must know me by now, I wasn't up for all the high school shenanigans. She was quite a persistent little fellow and I mean it. She really was little, about 5 foot 7. I'm estimating her age right here because I've never actually seen her get measured. Anyways, she continued her debacle for quite a while until something in me started to feel somewhat remorseful for how I'd been treating her, so I decided to hear her out for once. She began telling me the reason as to why she was so persistent right off the bat. It was a bit surprising, but I just went with everything. She had a reasonable enough excuse. As she said back in her previous school, she had always felt alone, as she was basically the prized student back in her previous school. And upon coming here, she finds out that there might be someone on her level or even higher than where she was at the time. She also told me that it would mean a lot to her if the both of us were friends, so that we could both benefit from each other. 
logically and academically. It seemed like a reasonable enough partnership, with nothing for me to lose. I didn't think too much of it, but I was also excited about the fact that I was finally going to have someone that understands me fully and thinks and resonates on the same wavelength that I did. Few weeks after Mary and I had been hanging out, I guess you could say due to the both of us getting somewhat overly close to each other, either one of us was bound to have feelings, one way or the other, it was inevitable. And in this case, I was the unfortunate one. Having such a strange feeling was something I was unfamiliar with. I guess you could call it love, but at the time, I was still clueless. I even sought advice from my mom and dad and they both advised me to come clean with my feelings for her and that there was no correct way to express my feelings except by saying it truthfully and honestly. I thought long and hard about what they said and it took me quite some time to muster up the courage to pour out my feelings for her. Also it took much motivation and convincing from both my parents also. And when I finally decided to come out to Mary with how I felt, something strange started to happen again. So basically after preparing myself physically and mentally to tell the girl I like how I truly felt, almost like as if she noticed, but she then began avoiding me for some reason. I had no idea why at first, but after almost two weeks of avoiding me, it had then become obvious to me at this point. I came to the conclusion that she wanted nothing to do with me, and so I slowly backed off and laid off how frequent she and I met. I guess she also noticed this as almost immediately she had began making herself more frequent, but at this point I was receiving I guess what you could call mixed signals. Because on one end she was this caring, amazing, beautiful, smart and lovely girl, but on the other end of the coin, once she notices that I was already reciprocating what I was experiencing, she would withdraw and hope for me to calm down. Her unstable manner towards me got me thinking, and so I decided to just approach her the next day in the hallway and tell her everything about the feeling that had been eating me up from the inside for quite a while. It took a lot of courage for me to do what I was planning, because that was the last thing I thought I would be doing. If we were talking to me from a few months back right before Mary comes into the school, I prepared as much as I possibly could. In fact, I prepared as much as humanly possible, But alas, everything was all for naught as things went in the opposite direction. Basically, when I approached Mary in the hallway, I wanted to call her out and take her somewhere private initially, but she was with friends, and she insisted I told her whatever it was on my mind right there. After completely pouring out all my feelings, the next thing I heard was laughter. Uncontrollable laughter. It would have been fine if the laughter was from someone else anyone else as there were quite a number of people present but just not mary she began laughing so hard that she began tearing up i didn't understand what was going on right here until her friends joined her in laughing and then this was where things took an even worse turn than what was happening right before my eyes all her friends present there began giving mary some money i didn't know what it meant and i still tried to ask mary for an answer to my earlier confession She turned immediately, looked me dead in the eye, and said to me, I can't ever be seen with someone like you. I actually made a bet with my friends as to whether or not I could get you to fall in love with me. Thanks for the win. I was stung real bad. I literally had no words right then and there. I was just praying for the earth to open up and just swallow me up. It wasn't a situation I would wish for even my enemy to experience. What she did to me really hurt me as I wasn't myself for the entire week, 
and then the entire month and then the entire semester and right up until my final year in high school before graduating. While we were in our last class for the session and our last class in high school, I told her that the next time we met, she would most definitely regret what she had done to me. I promised her. And the next thing I did was to work even harder on myself and on my academics as I was aiming for the stars. I didn't want to lag behind in any way whatsoever. I was really laser focused as in a breeze, my college life was soon over. And right after college, I decided I also wanted my master's degree. And although it took a while, I finally got it. And after finally getting all the degrees I wanted, I got connected by my father to a friend of his that held a position in one of the most popular tech companies. And I was immediately given a senior position in the company due to my credentials. Life was really good, and I'd almost forgotten about my promise. But I guess karma comes around in life, one way or the other because I was put in charge of recruiting new interns and reviewing job applications for the company, and the final day of interviews in section, you can guess who showed up right before my eyes. After 12 long years, she was stunned when she saw me, as she immediately broke down in tears. She tried her possible best to apologize for the past, and I almost believed her. But then I remembered my promise to her. Now you can guess who is currently jobless, and homeless, all while sleeping along the streets. All because unfortunately said person would not even be offered the position of a janitor. Now I'm just wondering what kind of role OP could get that is a senior position in a popular tech company where they're also having to hold interviews for the janitorial position. Something doesn't add up here, I don't know if OP's embellishing a little bit about their role. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.